once again, this is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, sign up, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. France is burning. Home to the Eiffel Tower. The Arche de Triomphe. Sacré-Cœur. Versailles. The Louvre. Some of the most treasured architectural buildings, places of, of art and culture in the world. A beautiful city, a city of romance, is burning. Cries of God is great. Bands of youth riot and vandalize, burning thousands of cars. They're breaking into shops, burning schools, bus stations, even a police station. Violence is spread to over 300 towns. It's beyond what people could ever have imagined. U.S. and Soviet governments have warned their people to avoid traveling in these areas and possibly even avoid traveling to France. Mass transit from Paris to Charles de Gaulle Airport is not safe as its trains run straight through the most dangerous area of all, the ghetto. This ghetto is no different than any ghetto. It is characterized by poverty, unemployment, segregation, discrimination, and lack of social services. It is no wonder that violence is broken out. Really, the only wonder is that it took so long. These riots are similar to the race riots that took place in the United States and the UK. Poverty and discrimination are at the heart of the problem. When people are desperate and disenfranchised, they can do irrational and sometimes unspeakable things in their effort to call out for help. These youth have been quoted as saying, no one listens to us. No one hears us. Well, the French government hears them now. And unfortunately, so do opportunistic religious factions. Those who see this as an opportunity to fill their ranks with the disenfranchised. Revolutions can happen that way. This is a very, very dangerous situation. The violence is spread in copycat style to Belgium and Germany. Last night, five cars were burned in Germany, in Berlin. It was the first night of curfews last night. There are still lots of arson. The uh, transit system to Lyon was shut down because of, uh, of a fire. 116 towns reported violence, which is down from 300 a few nights ago. It's a really difficult problem with deep-rooted issues. Some of the background information that you don't hear necessarily all the time. And this is from the American anthropologist, um, March 2004. Immigration and, and uh, assimilation. And this is really all about what the problem are in what's happening in France. And I urge you to look it up on the internet and, uh, and read it. In one paragraph, I quote, The Muslims who immigrated to France after World War II were by and large unskilled male workers, recruited by government and industry from French Algeria and from the colonies and protectorates in order to facilitate post-war economic recovery. 
The state acted as if their stay was temporary. Large housing projects built in suburbs or industrial enclaves maintained their isolation from the cultural mainstream, and the instruction in languages of origin was intended to facilitate the family's expected return home. Basically, so the French actually never tried to integrate these people from way back when, from when they first immigrated after World War II. The intention was to bring them in as cheap labor, teach them their native tongue so that they could be sent home someday. Well, th three generations later, they didn't go back home. And their native tongue is what they've learned, taught by the French. And they, many of them don't even speak French. That's a huge problem. And that is, and that is, is one of the things that keeps them isolated. Secondly, not only did they, they teach the languages of origin of these people, but they also taught their religious practices. One woman is, is quoted as saying, I became a practicing Muslim. That is thanks to France because it provides structure so that we might learn Arabic and our religion. And that's really interesting. As much as they want to deny these people their faith, they actually taught it to them. Further, the major mosques and Islamic associations are funded by foreign governments. The French have allowed foreign governments to fund these establishments. I don't know how unusual that is but I can only characterize that similar to how perhaps the Vatican funds the Catholic Church in the U.S. The Catholic Church is a very, very powerful religious organization. These Islamic mosques are very, very powerful because the people funding them are very, very powerful religious organizations. And they are interested, as the church is interested, in having this universal Islam. One of the reasons that France defends its secular society so much is that they struggled against the Catholic Church for control of their school system and their children's education. And so they're very keenly sensitive about the separation of church and state. The problem is not new. In 2003, Nicolas Sarkozy, the controversial French minister of the interior, identified this religious problem, stating that, quote, we should not depend on other countries for funding imams who speak not a word of French. So clearly he knew that this was a problem at least two years ago, if not much, much more. So the question is, what do you do about it? The violence is spread and is spreading. People are desperate. And there is an undercurrent of revolution. These disenfranchised are ripe for 
opportunistic, radical factions to get a hold of them and say, we can give you something better. Local imams have talked about independence, a sovereign town within a nation where Muslim law is law. Where Muslim law is law. And what exactly is Muslim law? Muslim law is Sharia law. And what that means is really, really not what most people in the Western world believe appropriate. Sharia law draws no distinction between religious and secular life. It is an Arabic word for Islamic law, also known as the law of Allah. It covers not only religious rituals, but many aspects of day-to-day -day life, including politics, economics, banking, business and contractual law, social laws. The orthodox view is that there is no distinction between religious and government. The government is the religion, the religion is the government, period. France is a strongly, staunchly secular society. Well, there's no room for separation of church and state when you believe that religious law and secular law are one and the same. Laws and the cases are tried by the imams, which are the holy leaders. They're the ones that, that decide on everything from whether it's okay to uh, marry somebody or what happens to somebody who robbed a shop. And their kinds of punishments are perhaps if you robbed a shop, we'll cut your hand off. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Back to the great Hammurabi and the Code of Hammurabi. And in this day and age, most of us would think that barbaric, but that is, in fact, how their laws work. There are thousands of horrible stories about the implementation of Shira law on ordinary citizens. Uh, a woman who divorced her husband was pregnant and sometime later had uh, a relationship with another man during her pregnancy and couldn't prove that the pregnancy was her ex-husband's and so she was tried as an adulterer. The punishment for adultery was that she was buried in the ground up to her neck and stoned to death. Whoa. Not what your average Western person would think appropriate. It's difficult because these are cultural things that are very different than Western ideas. And Europe is a lot more inclined mindset-wise 
to have customs and traditions and beliefs that follow a more Western mindset. So when you have 5 million people in a Western country rising up in riots, violence, and requesting to become a sovereign nation in the middle of the European continent, it's a pretty scary thing. And uh, I don't know all the details. I'm making an effort to, to uh, find out as much as I can about it. But I urge you all to read, read up on this, and, uh, and take this very seriously because this is a... Uh, this is a problem that will affect people on a global scale. And so people on a global scale should take interest and take note that it's not a movie on TV. This is real stuff. These are real riots. They are really burning France. Um, and not just the ghettos now, but, I mean, the French Riviera. The uh, Cannes Film Festival, where they have the, the, the uh, famous film festival in Cannes, is being burned. Cars in Berlin being torched. This is very, very, very serious and, and important that people educate themselves and try and learn about what's happening so that perhaps there's a way to understand how to come to some peaceful solution. So let me know what you think. Come on down, sign up, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. Till tomorrow, this is Ellen Iron Dove, signing out.